Hey, my friend, you're joining me for part three of a series I've been doing, encouraging moms to not give up on building their dreams. The last couple episodes, I shared 10 keys that have guided me in building my own businesses and pursuing my dreams, as well as answering some questions y'all had asked me, as many people have asked me, how do you do this alongside motherhood? I believe that we as women should continue to build our dreams because it's not only good for your soul, it's good for your children to see, but I want you to know that it's possible to do it in a way that doesn't compromise your commitment to motherhood. And so in today's show, I'm interviewing Kira, who is a new podcaster. She went through my mastermind and has built a show alongside working a full-time job and homeschooling her children. She's doing incredible, and it's creating future opportunities for her as well. So you'll notice in the show notes, actually, if you're interested in, or you've even just been curious about starting a podcast yourself, there is a free downloadable it's basically, it's a it's a roadmap overview checklist of how to get a show started. So you could check that out if you're just curious. And otherwise, if you're actually serious about starting a show, you could jump on a call with me if you'd like me to be your podcast coach. It's really a great experience. Otherwise, make sure that you just shoot this episode on over to a mom friend because even if you don't decide to start a podcast, there are a lot of other ways to build your dreams. And sometimes as moms, we just need permission to do that. So settle in with your cup of coffee, share this with a friend, and let's jump in. Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenna Lee Samuel. On this show, I bring the simplicity of hearing God's voice into everyday life in a no-nonsense, authentic, and super practical way. With coffee in hand and real life in our faces, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me here at Java with Jen for another part of our series, which is helping moms build their dreams well. I know it's very hard for us as moms to feel like we can see beyond the daily routine of dishes and laundry and maybe working and taking care of our families, but we all have felt the similar pain of feeling the the pull on the inside of us that, hey, there's more to me than just what I bring to the four walls of my house. Like there's a dream I want to build. And how do I do that? Especially when we feel such a core responsibility for the people around us. And so this series has been meant to encourage and empower moms to take the leap and step out and start building their dream. It is possible. It is doable. And I have brought a special guest on my show. Her name is Kira St. Pierre, who actually lived life with me when my kids were little for a season. And so she saw me in the trenches before the days of podcasting. And um, she is actually a new podcaster. Her show is called Growing God. God's gifts. And it is actually really for you listening mamas. It is for those of you who want to grow your gifts and develop what's inside of you. And she helps you learn how to steward that. But I brought her on here because she works full time. She has three kids and they are homeschool children. And she also went through my podcast mastermind and has started that podcast as a result of coaching with me. And so she is right in the middle of the trenches. Her kids are younger than me, than mine, although they're all school age. Well, except for Cora, she's not school age yet, huh? No, she's only three. She's not. Okay. So Cora's only three. So she's got little ones. So I just wanted to pull her on. So we, I was actually presented to Kira the same questions that you guys sent in for me to answer. And so I tweaked them a little bit and adjusted a few of them, Um, but she's going to answer a lot of these. So Kira, after all of that introduction, welcome to the show. 
<laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. You're welcome. Um, okay. So let me, we're just going to dive in here. So actually maybe give a little bit of background of yourself so that people kind of know who you are and where you're standing, the lens that you're looking at all of this through. Well, um, I guess the typical response would be, I'm a mom of three, <laughs> wife and mom of three. Um, I do have a full-time job and um, I have had the pleasure to work with a wonderful nanny who keeps all three of my kids at home and has helped make our dream of homeschooling our kids come true because uh, she makes sure our kids stay on task. We, we do, of course, a video curriculum, so she's not having to actually teach them all the subjects all by herself. Um, so I like prepare all of their worksheets and stuff like that. And uh, and she just makes sure that they're paying attention and doing it. And I grade the papers and keep them in line if they're not working well with her. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and then started all over the next day. <laughs> wow. So, so you decided to coach with me and start a podcast, which sounds like it was probably a bit of a leap, which I know from our conversations it was, but maybe even share more of like what the internal workings were for you to go from, you probably already felt busy because I don't know any working mm -hmm. mom who doesn't feel busy, especially homeschooling your kids and trying to keep a house and keep a husband happy and all the things. And so no doubt you felt busy. What in the world made you decide, yeah, let's add something else to my plate and start a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Right. What was I thinking? <laughs> um, no, I, um, really, I've always had this, uh, desire to, to share what is going on in this mind of mine. Um, and things that God puts on my heart that I don't typically have the opportunity to share. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously when you're a mom with young kids, it's, it's hard to maintain deep, uh, fulfilling relationships with other women. It's yeah. <laughs> where do you find the time? I don't even have the time to maintain a relationship with myself. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it kind of, um, I really had a lot on my heart, uh, that I wanted to be able to share. And this gave me that outlet. Uh, and it of course just so happened that somebody I know well and trust was, uh, having a podcast mastermind class. Yeah, that so I was out. like, well, here's my chance. <laughs> um, and so I, I talked to my husband and we, we had our questions. We had our doubts. We were like, well, this is not the right time. We've got so much going on, but I was like, this is the opportunity. I was like, I know Jen well, and I know that she knows all the things she does all the things. And if I'm going to learn, this is the time. And, uh, so I, I took that leap of faith and, uh, you helped me kind of figure out how to, uh, how to bring that vision into focus. And that really, uh, really gave me the motivation to take the, take the leap. Yeah. That's a big deal. Having, having the vision for what you're going to talk about and like having the vision of what you're trying to achieve makes all the difference if, if it's even worth mm -hmm. putting the work in to begin with. And so, and, but it seemed like it kind of shocked me how quickly you were able to tap into what that was just a few well, well-worded questions on my end. Like suddenly it's like, I just went, bloop, took the lid off and this well <laughs> just like burst out and you well, were like, you oh my gosh. You've what? always been good with those questions. Uh -huh. so, so that, it was easy. Well, that's good. Um, so how do you feel like now that you have incorporated this to your plate? Well, actually, let me ask this first. When it comes to doing your podcast, do you feel like 
do you feel overwhelmed by it in the learning process? Did you feel overwhelmed learning all of this new stuff? I mean, anything new probably feels overwhelming at some point, but was it something that added stress to your life? Is it something you regret doing? Like, what's it been like since you started your show? <laughs> well, that's be a little question. Be nice to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Answer well, honestly. I, it was kind of, it's kind of a little bit of both. Um, there were, there were times where it was, it was fun, exciting, and like, it didn't take a whole lot of effort because I was finally having that outlet to, to get those things out there. Um, and then there were other times where it did become overwhelming because there were, there were so much, there was, especially in your class, there's so much valuable information that has to be crammed into such a short period of time. Uh, I mean, 10 weeks, <laughs> that does seem like a long time. And, and for most people, I think that would probably be more than enough time, but for a busy mom, it, I mean, it was, it was good, uh, like bite-sized chunks, but at the same time, I think what caused me to get overwhelmed was I, I get, I get too much in my head and, <laughs> and start comparing myself and judging myself and, um, and, and those things. And so that's when I would start getting overwhelmed when I would start looking at what everybody else was doing or accomplishing or, or where they were at and comparing myself to that. I, I, and I realized very early on, stop doing that. You do yeah. what you can and everything else will, will come as the, as time goes. I, I kept going, why do I feel like I have to have this done by such and such time? Yeah. Why do mm -hmm. I feel like I have to do all of these things all right now? And I think it also is encouraging to know like how long you've been doing this and where you started and what increments you did it in. Um, and that was kind of like, oh, well, okay. I don't have to have all these things all at once, all at front. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's so true. Well, yeah. and I, and I do try because I know that a, anything that's new, whether it's a new job, a new baby, a new house, you move to a new church, anything that's new will at times feel foreign, overwhelming, mm -hmm. scary, intimidating, like, because our brain freaks out when it doesn't have a map. Right. And it doesn't have a map if it's never been there before. And so it's normal <laughs> when you pursue anything new for it to get overwhelming. But I, I love that you demonstrated enough self-awareness to be like, okay, Kira, like move at the pace that works for your life, which I know I, I yep. say in class, but it's, it's different. It is different when you're walking alongside of people that comparison trap can be so easy. And we talked about that in last mm -hmm. week's episode, um, you know, the 10, 10 keys to being able to build your dreams and not comparing, not getting into comparison was one of them, because like mm -hmm. you said, it, it really does sabotage what you're doing and what you are building and all the good yeah. that you are accomplishing. And um, so I love that you had enough self-awareness to, to identify that. So how do you prioritize your time and choose your best? Yes. This was one of the questions that came through on Instagram, obviously work, <laughs> kids, homeschool, husband, maybe a social life podcast. How do you prioritize your best? Yes. <laughs> well, I kind of, um, I guess I kind of prioritize prioritized by like levels or tiers, I would say. So like, like my top tier is my relationship with God, my family, make sure my family, my kids, my husband, everybody's taken care of, uh, obviously my job. <laughs> so those are like my main priorities. I have yeah. to have time for those. And then I would probably at least right now, put my, my podcast and all that at my like second tier or second level, uh -huh. like, okay, once all these other things are satisfied, that's when I make time for my podcast. And that, of course, that time is also very precious to me. So I, I do try to, to set aside time for that and a lot of time for it. Um, but 
it's when it comes to my podcast, my, my biggest priority with that one is, um, thinking of what I want to record, like what I want the episode to be about, uh, recording it, editing and getting it up, whatever else I'm able to accomplish during the allotted time that I've set aside is great. It's icing on the cake. But my biggest thing with that is I just want to record an episode, edit it and get it up. (laughs) And if I can do that, I feel accomplished. (laughs) Yes. Honestly, that's the space I still live in. Like when I get social media content up, it is a total win. I'm like, go me. I right. made it to Instagram this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's good. The fact that you live out of your priorities, that's actually what protects your ability to be able to do mm-hmm. this because, because of the fact that time is precious, you're having to choose to be very intentional with your time. And it's actually that intentionality that actually frees you up in, in, in some regards to do your podcast, because I heard um, one business coach said this. she goes, things will take as long as we allow them to take. She's like, mm-hmm. basically, if I just dilly dally and I'm like, oh, I've got four hours to do this, it's going to take me four hours. And at the end of four hours, I might be crunching to get it done. But if I tell myself I have one hour to get this done, well, my mm-hmm. goodness, I'm going to find a way to get it done in one hour. And so, <laughs> you know, that's what it has to come down to sometimes. And literally some of my best, yeah. I remember I was in a, I was in a class where I was learning how to preach and, uh, and I realized it was like 15 minutes till class. And I forgot I was the one supposed to be presenting in class that day. And I was like, oh snap, I hadn't prepared nothing. And so in 15 minutes, I just like scribbled out stuff as quickly as possible, followed his format and just was like, burr, 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 burr. I was like, dude, I'm faking it till I make it on this one. <laughs> I shared, I shared that thing. And he was like, generally, that was amazing. That was like the best you you could do with planning. I know exactly. (laughs) I was like, really? So that's the trick. Cut myself down to almost no time and things get done. So, uh, so there is some truth to that. And so I do appreciate that you live out of priorities because that's important for any mom building her dreams. And then it does force you to be really strategic with your time. So how do you find time? Next question. How do you find time to get away and rest? Rest? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> With three kids, uh, I'm pretty sure rest is like a thing of the past or a thing oh, of the future. <laughs> that's true. So I'm not sure where you find that. <laughs> that's true. I know little kids, it doesn't happen so much, but you did make it to the lake this weekend. Yes, that uh, we do. We do. Uh, we do have our little project at the lake house. Um, that I mean, it's a little. I mean, it needs some t- TLC and whatnot, but <laughs> it is our little uh, little place away so we get to go and spend time with family and relax and and take a break there so that is nice um and as far as rest I mean I think it really defines I mean it really depends on how you define what rest is because I can it can be restful when my kids are quiet and playing well together yeah true (laughs) but um but uh, I mean as far as like sleeping that's that's not a that's not a thing in this house stop (laughs) nobody wants to sleep here apparently (laughs) I think so many moms can relate to you right now. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, was it ever, um, since you, since you were kind of, I won't say maxed out, cause I think that that creates a wrong idea, but since your plate was full, uh, was it ever a struggle for you and your husband to get on the same page when you were like, I really want to build something for me that's outside of raising the kids. Was that hard for him to consider something else for you? Um, at first he was very, very supportive in, 
in this idea of a podcast. And then uh, when he saw how much time and energy and focus I put into it, he was like, hang on a second. <laughs> and then um, it really, honestly, uh, it kind of goes back and forth. We, we kind of constantly have to, um, I guess, refocus uh, and like re kind of go over like, Hey, what are our plans for the future? What are, what are our plans for the present? How does what I'm doing contribute to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and how can you support me in doing that? Um, and I think the biggest thing was n- him knowing that this is something that is a really big piece of my heart right now. Like it's something that I'm putting my heart and muscle into. Like I'm, I'm investing a lot of my, um, I'm sharing a lot of things that, that I've had on my heart and that have just been to myself for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's very very personal to me and it's something that I finally get to share a piece of myself with other people besides just my husband and kids. Um, and so when I guess putting it back into perspective and having that conversation, intentionally having that conversation, um, helps get it on, get it back to on the same page. And also, um, I try to let him know well in advance, like, Hey, on such and such day, I'm going to need this amount of time yeah. <laughs> at this time. Can you help me keep the kids quiet for this long? And I promise I will spend the rest of the time with you. <laughs> and that seems to work is giving him that heads up in advance, uh, has really helped, uh, just communicating, Hey, I need this much time. Can you, can we make this work or do we need to reschedule or do we need to do whatever? And that seems to, yeah. to work well, like checking with him on the time, <laughs> time restraints. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, and I love that you said that because that's, that was one of my responses in, um, in last week's episode, when I answered that question is how important the, the continual open conversation is between husband and wife, because, you know, there are seasons like, like this week, I had a lot of interviews and last week I had a lot of interviews last week's interviews were so I can get on other people's podcasts. This week's interviews was getting people on my podcast. And while that didn't interrupt the flow of life, Um, there are seasons where no matter what dream you're building, whether you're an author and you're trying to complete your book for your deadline, or if you're starting a a pop-up boutique and you're trying to get inventory in for grand opening, whatever it is, when you're facing a deadline or just busyness comes in waves. And so being able to Mm -hmm. communicate with your significant other and constantly be aware, you know, is this a busy season? Yes. Here's what's going to demand from me. This is what I'm going to need from you. And I think having them in your corner and them supporting your dream is, is really important. But, um, but I think they need us to make sure that we're obviously not letting their priority place fall down to second tier. Right. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm I love including that. you in this. Can you help me plan? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I have actually read that men love it when their wives are accomplished and like achieve a lot, kind of like we love it when our kids are accomplished and achieve a lot, you know, we're Mm -hmm. just so proud of them that a lot of times like good men are really proud of their wives when they're, when their wives are accomplishing a lot. And so I think it shouldn't, if you have a, if you're married to a good man, obviously you are, but for the listener, if you're married (laughs) to a good man who is not a narcissist and, and loves you, he's going to want you to be able to put your hands to the things that bring you joy in life, mm-hmm. as long as it's not threatening to the home life. And so, um, what are some practical steps? This was a question someone had, which I don't know. I don't know if you feel qualified to answer this or not. Um, but so let me know what you think, but what are some practical steps for getting started in business or ministry? 
I'm guessing this is coming from like a stay at home mom who's trying to figure out how to put feet to her (laughs) dreams. Well, I, I took this as a, um, like, obviously I don't technically have like a money-making business or I'm not like designated in ministry or anything like that, but I, I consider like parenting being, being a mom, a a form of ministry. And I consider like my podcast, I kind of treat it as my, my business or my ministry as well. So I kind of took it from that perspective. Um, and so I have, I, I, I actually did put some thought into this. Oh, good. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I did, I came up with four steps. <laughs> mm. Um, the first one, which you really, really helped me do was, uh, define your purpose and your focus. Mm. Um, and that can be translated, uh, like for my podcast, for example, finding my purpose, finding my focus, finding like what, where, how I want to focus this, um, the direction of my podcast. And same thing goes for motherhood too, like finding your purpose, um, as a mom, like Mm -hmm. finding what your purpose is, like what, what you want to focus on when it comes to raising your children and things like that. Um, so that would be step one is defining your purpose and focus. Um, step two, I would say, uh, plan. Uh, I'm a planner. I'm an organizer. I, I have to have some kind of structure or I don't thrive very well. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, for me that, I mean, for podcasts slash motherhood, that would come in the form of like researching, um, your audience, which, or your kids for this, for that matter, getting to know your audience or getting to know your kids a little bit better and planning, um, your strategy for, uh, putting together your podcast episodes or your strategy for parenting, your parenting style or your branding or (laughs) what equipment you need to raise kids or to podcast. Um, So researching all those things and planning, uh, planning that out. Mm -hmm. And uh, step three would be just get started. (laughs) I like Start like acting on or walking in that purpose, start walking in that direction. And as a side note, I put on here, I said, it doesn't matter what it looks like starting out, just show up and do it. (laughs) Um, I mean, honestly, the rest just comes from experience and learning from your successes and your failures, because Lord knows there will be some of those. (laughs) Um, and then step four would just be balance, learn and adapt. Um, obviously balance will come from deciding what's most important and letting go of all those things that are not. Yeah. <laughs> and um learn learn yourself. Learn your craft whether it be podcasting or motherhood or writing a book or a business or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um learn what works and what doesn't work for you and for your family and adapt based on what you've learned. Yeah. So define, plan, get started, balance, learn and adapt. <laughs> Love it. Good job. I love that. Practical steps. That's I love it. Well, you are a planner. And I think the plan in the plan category, I'd also put like have a planner (laughs) and like build things into your calendar, you know, like that that was huge. True, true. Because I'm like a sanguine, like party all the time kind of personality. Now, don't get me wrong. I I really, now that I have a lot of responsibilities, I do get really stressed out if I don't have a plan. Um, And so, but I do like to, I'm a feeler. So I find that a lot of times the tasks I do are driven by how I feel, like if I want to do that Mm -hmm. task right now. And so I've had to like really get intentional about planning and structuring my priorities into my calendar. And that's a big one, but yeah, knowing what's needed of you in order to be able to plan is huge. So those are great. Those are really great pointers. I'm glad you responded to that one. (laughs) 
Hey busy mama, I know you may have so many dreams bubbling in your soul and I want to propose that podcasting could be a good way to get started. If you're a born communicator, a teacher, mentor, or you just have a message you want to get into the world, sitting behind a mic is a really low pressure, low risk way to get started and make a mark. I want to introduce my podcast plan mastermind. It's a 10 week journey designed for you with bite sized steps that fit perfectly into your busy schedule. In just about five hours a week, you'll have your podcast live literally by Thanksgiving. No joke. I want to invite you to join my supportive pressure-free space where you will be coached by me to unleash your message into the world. One of my recent students hit number 55 on the U.S. charts within just two months of launching her show, and that's not easy to do. And another working 70 to 90 hours a week is already reaching listeners in almost a dozen countries. I've created the coaching experience that I really wish I had when I started, and I've packed it with secrets on creating, growing, and monetizing your podcast. Are you ready to turn your dreams into a reality? Let's chat. You can ask all your questions at javawithjenpodcast.org to book a call with me because your voice deserves to be heard, and I want to help you build your dreams and make them a reality. Um, so what made you decide, which I don't know, you kind of answered this a little bit. So if you don't have something fresh for this one, then we'll just skip it. But what made you decide to take the leap and actually start a podcast? Well, it is kind of what I said earlier, just being able to give a voice to all the things that God has been speaking to my heart in, um, and sharing, getting an opportunity to share my faith with other moms and, um, and learning, like basically sharing what I've learned as a mom with other moms who are going through like similar seasons or similar struggles and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Like, I mean, some of the, some of my more recent episodes have been something that I've just recently gone through or a season that I was just recently in. And so I had the opportunity to share, Hey, this is where I was at. This is what I did to get through it. And <laughs> yeah. here you can do the same. That's huge. So well- I think just um, really having that opportunity to, to share that with other moms. That's good. So why did you decide to do it now as opposed to saying, oh, I'll do it when Cora's in school? Well, <laughs> they're homeschooled. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's well, why. <laughs> the biggest thing is we're never guaranteed tomorrow. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's especially in the the world these days, I'm like, if not now, when? Because mm-hmm. I can, there's so many dreams and there's so many ideas and so many things that I have on my mind and my heart that I want um, to see for my kids, for example. And, um, if I keep putting that off, they're going to be grown. They're not going to be children anymore. And, um, the, the life that I want my kids to have will no longer be, uh, that life if I don't start walking in it now, Mm -hmm. um, and setting that example now. So that was kind of my biggest thing is I, I want, I wanted my kids when they're young to see me doing those things, pursuing my dreams, speaking up, speaking out, um, so that as they grow and as they learn, they're learning to do those same things, pursuing those dreams and not putting them off for tomorrow. And um, I, I don't want them getting that concept of work, 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 work. So one day you can play. I want them to understand that you can do those things alongside. Um, and so it, in some ways, like if you're starting your own business or something like that, that, that can become your, your main source of income instead of um, 
working for the man, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Well, and I like that you actually, you kind of made this comment, which I wanted to highlight, highlight this because it came up in a conversation with someone else this week, um, which was, you're like, there's so many things I want to do. And there's so many dreams and there's so many goals and there's so many this and that. And my sister, actually, I was talking to her and she was like, I just, she goes, I want to learn this and I want to do this. And I want to get better at this. And I want to get my finances in place. And I want to lose weight. And I want to this and I want. And so we, as women, we do, we have a ton of goals and a whole ton mm-hmm. of desires. I have goals for every aspect of my life. Right. Um, and she was like, I just feel like I'm not getting anywhere. Cause I have so many things I want to get done. And I told her, I was like, you know, the Holy spirit helped me with that years ago which is when I took that apprenticeship actually to learn how to preach. I, it was the same thing. I wanted to get better at piano. I wanted to do preaching. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And, uh, and I, I went to the Lord and I was like, Lord, I feel like, I feel like I'm not making any traction because I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't do it all. And he said something very wise to me. Of course he said, generally, (laughs) he said, uh, he said, the time is going to pass. So just pick one thing focus on that one thing this year, this year, pick one thing mm-hmm. and get good at that one thing. And then next year, pick something else, because then you'll, a year is enough time to almost like m- master something, if you will, or at least get really comfortable mm-hmm. with it um, and be fluent with it and then move on to the next thing. And I was like, Oh, good idea. Hey, so that's why okay. that's freeing, yeah. <laughs> right? Very freeing. And, and so, because, you know, like, even though tomorrow's not promised, we still can't do everything today. So mm-hmm. that just helped me a lot. And so then I signed up for that apprenticeship and I spent that year learning how to preach. And it was something I could say, I got that done. I got it accomplished because otherwise like learning to preach, that's such an ambiguous goal. When do you actually achieve that? Well, I don't know, but I went to through the course. So that at least it gave me something to get done with, you know? And so, and I'm glad I did it. It was a, it was a great year. So I do want to encourage you listening mamas. If you have all these things you want to get done and you're like, what do I start with first? I feel like do the thing that is tangible that you, you can actually achieve in a year, maybe start there. And pick the one thing that you're going to invest your time into and make that your focus. And then the next year, choose Mm -hmm. something else, you know? And um, so that was really helpful for me. And so, okay. So uh, what was your, okay. We're going to ask you a little bit about your coaching experience with me, because I do want (laughs) the women out there to know this is an option, right? Um, But what was your experience coaching with Jen while working full-time? And you kind of talked about a little bit. Would you say that it was worth it? And I, I know I have a lot of things I could say from my standpoint and what I wanted to come across in my coaching. So I'm a little, a little nervous what you might say, but go ahead. And, what was it like coaching through my program, doing all those things? Well, it was definitely worth it. Uh, it was very m- more than worth it. Okay, the, <laughs> not only the, the practical knowledge that we learned in the class, but also the relationships that were established through that class. I mean, we're, I've met people that I never would have met otherwise Mm -hmm. through this class. And I think the, not even just the network, but the family that we've become the, the bouncing ideas off of each other, feeling like it's a safe place to share these new ideas or thoughts that we've had because they've gone through it with us in the trenches, so to speak. Um, because they, they went through the same process and, and all of us, all of us are at different stages in our podcasting uh, journey. And it's, it's so neat to, to see how, um, like how others have progressed and where others are still, maybe they're, they're still too busy to get to the the same extent 
Um, but getting to cheer each other on and get to to be proud of oh my gosh I was in class with her you know <laughs> like look how, look how far she's gone you know I mean things like that it's just it's it's just such a it was such a great experience um not like I said not only for the practical knowledge but also for the relationships that were built during that mm-hmm. and um yeah it was definitely worth it oh that's so good I love that I feel like that's one of my favorite things about it too was that we we all did become like a family you guys were all mm-hmm. learning a lot I think what made it really bonding actually is that everyone everyone felt the grit side of learning something new and developing new skills that's it takes some grit to get through that you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um and now I will say it took grit learning it on my own but it took a it took a lot longer you had to have grit for a whole lot longer you know because I didn't know what the heck I was doing for so long you did the hard part for us <laughs> thank seriously. you seriously yeah you're welcome well and I was thinking about it too when I was recording one of these episodes it took me forever to feel like a legit podcaster and I realized that's because I didn't have anyone telling me, yes, you're doing it right. Or yes, you mm-hmm. are a legit podcaster or cheering for me. You know what I mean? I didn't have any of that validation. And so my validation mm-hmm. was kind of abstract. Like, am I doing it right? Is this going the right direction? Right. Should I be growing faster? All the things. So I feel like that that is one asset of having a coach. Because now I do have coaches that coach me in other things. And it just brings so much comfort and reassurance and stuff. Um so what are some boundaries that you've given yourself to protect your rest and take care of your family? I guess some of these questions we've kind of already addressed. Is there anything fresh on that that you feel like you didn't mention that you'd want well, to? I mean, I think it helps to like to address those specifically, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, honestly, what I put on here, but the main boundary that I gave myself was no judgment, no comparisons. Oh, and that was literally the only line I set for myself is do not compare yourself to others and don't judge what you are accomplishing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the biggest thing is as long as you're, as long as you're hearing from God, I, like he, he has been, I swear he's been like the most encouraging cheerleader through all of this Aww. in my quiet times. Cause he just keeps encouraging me and bringing people into uh, my life that, um, that are encouraging me through this too. Like people, I didn't even realize were even listening to my podcast or coming up to me and telling me like how much it touched them or how much it spoke to them or like, we love your voice or things like that. And it was, it's just like, God knows how to, uh, to give those words of encouragement exactly when I need them, when I'm starting to feel discouraged, when I'm starting to feel those that lack of motivation. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, here, <laughs> yep, <laughs> you're, yep. you're still doing what I've, what I wanted you to do. You're still doing what I've called you to do. So keep it up. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So I, I think that. that's yeah. the biggest thing is just being okay with where I'm at yes. and, um, and not worrying about what I have or have not accomplished yet. I might actually, I might implement those into the next round of podcasters that I coach. Cause I like that no judgment and no comparison because those will, I mean, every single one of you guys, your lives are in different spaces. One of them for mm-hmm. marriage was going through all kinds of crazy stuff and she was having to leave her husband, you know, and then another one, they were mm-hmm. literally producing a movie and, and having to do all that. And another one's working 90 hours a week. So everybody has there are different things happening mm-hmm. that we can't get in that space. Of, and, and I feel like that's true of every mom listening, no matter what dream you're building, no matter what space you're in with your season of life, whether you're building your dream or just learning. So one day you can build your dream or, or teaching your kids how to build their dreams or whatever mm-hmm. it is. We can't get into comparison and you can't judge what is coming out of you. The, the only thing that mm-hmm. you can do to 
to have joy about what you're doing is know that you're walking in obedience to what the Lord's put in front of you and that his favor is on what you're doing. That is all the joy, you know, that's where the contentment comes from. I think. Exactly. Exactly. That's so good. Well, did you have any last thoughts for any moms who might be listening who are like, okay, Jen talked to us about how she built her dreams. She shared some principles about what that looks like. So now these moms, maybe these ideas are percolating. You took Mm -hmm. a leap and decided to start a podcast because you're a a communicator and a teacher by nature. And so you had things that just needed to have a voice. Um, What would you say to any of the moms who are listening, whether it's, should I start a podcast with Jen or should I write a book or whatever it may be? I would say don't, discount your dreams the the biggest thing is as moms we we think our priority is our which I mean don't get me wrong it is to some extent but uh we always feel like our priority is to our husband our family to God to the church to all these other things but we we don't ever stop to consider that we should be a priority along with those things we are part of our family and in order to take care of everybody else we also need to to give a voice I mean God didn't make us, um, specifically and strictly to only raise our kids, to only be a spouse to our husband and nothing else. He gave us a voice for a reason. He put things on our heart for a reason. He speaks things to us for a reason. He gives us those dreams for a reason. So don't discount those dreams, those ideas, those, those thoughts that are like, Oh, that would be so cool. I really would want to do that. Don't discount that. And don't say, Oh, I can't do that because I've got this. Now it may not look like what you think it should look like initially, but kind of like I said earlier, just show up, just start doing it. Like, I mean, my, my, my first episode of the, of my podcast, (laughs) I went back and listened to it and I was like, oh, wow, (laughs) that was kind of bad. (laughs) But then every time, like, even when I was editing each podcast, I'm like, take note. Oh, I'm going to do this differently. Or, oh, I need to remember to do this next time. And it, you just start slowly building and, and snowballing and improve me improving. And you just get better with time. And it's, it basically takes actively, um, just stepping out and saying, you know what, I'm not going to keep doubting myself. I'm not going to keep holding back. I'm just going to start doing it, whatever it looks like, no matter how small, no matter how big, just, just do it. Yeah. That's so good. I really love that. Okay. So Kira, I did want to mention this because, um, podcasting isn't the whole of what you plan to do, or maybe podcasting provides an opportunity for you to serve and minister to moms in ways that looking forward down the road that you hadn't anticipated. What are some of those maybe other dreams attached to podcasting that are, you're realizing, Hey, this is a possibility now that I have these tools in my hands. Um, yeah, I definitely think that podcasting can lead to other things. Uh, I do have some other projects or ideas in the work that I want to kind of maybe create some like passive income for like, um, like future retirement goals and things like that and helping boost my, especially in this economy, Lord, uh, boost (laughs) our financial, uh, our financial income. Yeah. And, um, and I think like, for example, I'm working on a couple of little book ideas, which they're not like novels or like self-help books or anything like that. But, uh, some other things that my podcast platform can, can help me advertise for and can help me, um, build a, 
I guess, a reputation um, mm -hmm. to back what the other projects that I have going on and to yeah. kind of, um, to build that, that trust uh, for, for moms. So they're not just buying from some random person or they're not just, um, they're not supporting some random person. Like, no, I've, I've, um, I've listened to her. I've, I've had a chance to, to speak with her on Facebook or in a community of, of people along those lines. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing is moms, mm -hmm. especially, especially moms of young children, we need to feel like we're not alone. And that's the biggest thing is I want, I want moms to know that they're not alone, that there is a community of women out there that want to love and support each other yeah. in all of their goals and all of their dreams. And I think, um, this is a great, a great start to be able to do that. That's, um, yeah, well, that, and that's true too, because as you're, as you're building this podcast audience, if you will, in essence, you're serving women already by encouraging them, mm -hmm. speaking wisdom into them. It's you're like a voice of mentorship as, as people start following your podcast and, and they resonate with what you teach or, or what, how you look at the world and, and what that comes with, how that shows up on your podcast. But the beautiful thing is it creates opportunity that, I mean, you guys, I, even my listeners, you guys all know, if you learn from someone long enough, you're like, okay, can I get your book? Or, okay, do you have a class mm -hmm. I can take? You know, it's like you begin to ask because you're like, I want more substance from you because I need to get mm -hmm. my hands more tangibly on what you're offering, right? And so exactly. it creates opportunity in the future for you in that way. And I know we, as women, we, there's something about us women. We're, we're born entrepreneurs. I mean, Proverbs 31 mm -hmm. woman, she was a, she was an entrepreneur. Like, <laughs> I think it's part of the nature that God gave us. You give us a little bit of something and we're going to turn it into more. Mm -hmm. That's an entrepreneurial spirit. And so growing God's gifts, <laughs> growing God's gifts, which brings me to my next question. Why don't you share as we wrap up, why don't you share a little bit about what your podcast is about? So if any of my listeners are like, Ooh, I like this and I like Kira and I want to learn more about her and where is her show <laughs> share with them about that. So, um, growing God's gifts, uh, came about because of course, Jen asked the perfect questions. Um, when I was trying to figure out, I was like, I would want, I want to start a podcast. I just have no idea what I want to talk about. And Jen was like, what's the one thing that once you get to the end of your life and, uh, and you, what was, what's the one thing you would regret not doing and, or, or what's the one thing that you would want to do? Like, what's the one thing you want to accomplish? And, um, the biggest thing for me was I want to, um, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Sorry. <laughs> it reminds me of the, uh, the story in the Bible about, uh, the master who gave all three of his servants, the talents or whatever, and went, went away. And, um, and each one did something differently with those talents. Mm -hmm. And, um, that is, is ultimately what got me thinking in this direction for stewardship was I don't want to just sit on the things that God has given me. Um, like, especially when it comes to my kids, I, I want me, I want the way that I raise my kids to honor God. I want mm -hmm. it to, to bring glory to God. Um, I don't want to just keep them alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want them to thrive. I want them to know God personally. I want them to have that, their own relationship with him. Um, and the only way for me to do that is to, um, to grow my relationship with God and set that example for them. Mm. Um, and that was part of it. And I mean, also I'm in the finance industry as well. So, uh, 
finances are a huge part of that as well. So stewarding my money as well. Uh, I'm huge on budgeting and things like that. I'm, I'm a nerd when it comes to my Excel spreadsheets and my budgeting and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I've had so many people ask me like how to do that or um, how to manage their money better and things like that. And so I think that would be another avenue for growing God's gifts um, is mm-hmm. the financial aspect of managing and stewarding your money well and making wise investments in your future and things like that, which is kind of what I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast and stuff. Um, but I'm literally just stewarding and, uh, stewarding the gifts that God has placed in our lives. Well, and whether that be, um, spiritual gifts, uh, whether that be children, whether that be financial gifts, uh, any of those things, like I want to do it better than where, than where it started. I want to be further along. I want to have more. I want to, to live in abundance. I don't want to, um, just keep the same thing that I started with. Yeah. That's really good. No, so, that's true. I'm sorry. I don't know if that sounded, uh... <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. And it's hard sometimes when you're sharing something that is a really big, really big vision mm-hmm. to like consolidate it in two sentences. That's really hard. (laughs) So I think you guys can all tell from listening though, obviously me and Kira are on the same wavelength. We're both very passionate about take what you've been given and turn it into something. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's really what the focus of her podcast is, is how to steward what God's put in your life. And she, her podcast also has some readings from some really cool books that she's gotten permission from the authors to read. Those episodes are still up there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And the one so, that I've been, one that I've been reading is a uh, seekage of the secret place. And it's essentially about growing your relationship with God uh, and building that quiet time and, and learning to develop that more. So that is why that one is on there. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. So you guys definitely go check out, it's called growing God's gifts. You do have to put the apostrophe in God's. I noticed that when I'm searching for her show, if I don't put the apostrophe, it doesn't pull up. So make sure you put the apostrophe in God's gifts. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so go check her out on Instagram, Facebook. Where are you at online? <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> okay. Facebook. And then your, your handle is growing God's gifts, right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. But I don't so, think it, I don't, I don't know if it has the apostrophe on Facebook though. I'll put the links in the show notes. So Kira, okay. you just give me the links and I'll throw them in the show notes. So you guys, I hope this was encouraging. This is a little more like someone's perspective besides just Jen's. Um, and so, and then I will actually next week, I'm hoping to have another friend on who also is doing some amazing things as a, a wife and a mother building a business. And she has a coaching business and she, uh, she's, she blows my mind really. And so, and I met her through some bizarre circumstances. And so I'm going to have her on the show. And, uh, otherwise you guys, we're really just wanting to infuse you with a sense of vision and excitement and permission that you are a mom, mm-hmm. you are a wife, but but you weren't born a mom and a wife. You were born you, and those gifts were put in you at birth, and you have a responsibility to those gifts. They will show up in your marriage. They will show up in your family as you parent your children, but it's okay to dream outside the four walls of your house so long as it continues to bless your family, and most times it will, and like Kira said, it will inspire your children to run after their dreams and their Mm -hmm. gifts as well. And so thank you guys for listening. Listen, if you heard all this talk about podcasting and you're like, hmm, maybe I should try a podcast. Listen, do not disqualify yourself. I was not a qualified podcaster when I started podcasting. None of us are. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) 
So uh, do it. Yeah, do it. Uh, If you want to book a call with me and I can answer your questions and I like to do the book a call so that you can just have the freedom to ask your questions. Um, So you can head over to javawithgenpodcast.org. That's .org.com will take you to my link tree. So go .org, javawithgenpodcast.org and you can book a call with me and we can talk about it. Class for my next round begins September 17th. So get on that call really quickly and uh, I will get you started on podcasting. But I mean, I'll answer your questions first and then hopefully maybe we'll get you started on podcasting. (laughs) So, and then go check out Kira's show, uh, Growing God's Gifts and make sure you're subscribed to Java with Jen on Instagram, uh, sorry, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm also on Instagram, Java with Jen, and I'm now officially on YouTube. So if you listen to podcasts on YouTube, you can find me over there too. So head on to wherever you like to consume, make sure you're subscribed and I will see you guys next week. Kira, thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say, hey, it's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, don't miss our merch store where you can get super cool Java with Jen swag and coffee. Find it at javawithjenmerch.com. Until next time, remember, hearing God's voice is simple and he wants to be a part of your everyday life. See you next week.